Hey, and welcome to the Motherhood Simplified Podcast. I'm your host, Krista Lockwood. And if you ever look around your house and wonder where the heck did all this stuff come from and how am I ever going to get it out, you are in the right place. I'm a mom of five who decluttered her home back in 2013 when my family and I decided to move from Alaska to Florida with one suitcase each. And I do not recommend it. What I do recommend is learning how to declutter without becoming a full-blown minimalist, which means learning to find the balance of what your family needs and wants without it being so much that it overwhelms you on a daily basis. So if that sounds good to you, you are going to love this podcast. Let's dive into the episode. been trying to declutter your house and not been as successful as you like, I am willing to bet that I can help you figure out exactly why. There are a lot of reasons that moms feel like they can't declutter, declutter, whether it's their kids or their spouse or the time or the energy or just simply not knowing what to do, where to take things, how to donate, right? How to do it mindfully, how to not be wasteful. Uh, Plus you're worried about like, what if I need it? You know, I wasted so much money on this. What if I need it again and I can't get it? There is so much that goes into decluttering as a mom. And I promise that if you have thought it or felt it, I have heard it before or experienced it myself. And that is exactly why I created this training called how to create your mom proof decluttering plan. And I've done a lot of decluttering checklists, challenges, courses, programs in the past, and they work. And this training really is the framework for every single thing that moms need to consider when it comes to decluttering their home. It's the plan. We're actually going to build your plan together. It's following through with your plan and it's including your family and even learning how to make this process as enjoyable as possible. Because most people feel like The task is daunting or just another thing on their to-do list, and I don't want it to feel like that for you. So this free training, how to create your mom-proof decluttering plan, you can go to motherhoodsimplified.com forward slash DIY to get it, or you can just check the show notes of this episode and you will find it. Come get it. I know there is so much information about there. A lot of it is much the same. Five steps to declutter your house, you know? Here's the checklist to declutter this area of your house, but none of them really show you the full scope of what goes into doing this start to finish. And that's exactly what's in this training. So go check it out, motherhoodsimplified.com forward slash DIY, or check the description of this episode to go get it today. Hello and welcome to the Motherhood Simplified Podcast. I'm Krista, your host. I'm a mom of five, and I help moms like you declutter their homes and simplify their lives. And today's podcast episode is just a little bit of a life update, focusing on being out of the two under two phase of my life, which is so demanding. And just, there's really nothing like it if you have teeny tiny little kids. And I want to let you know that this is the second time in my life that I have had two under two and made it out. And I forgot how demanding it is physically, emotionally, mentally, just like on my senses, like overstimulating. And 
I, for me, like my personal thresholds, I can handle one baby and one toddler, but it's when the second one comes that it really (laughs) just kicks my butt. And I wanted to talk to you about it today. So, and it, I've had two under two twice. Like I said, we have two younger ones who are now two and four. And then we have the older kids, tweens and teens. And it's a lot. I feel like I finally get relief and kind of emerge from the fog when they're about two. And that's why I'm doing this now. So if you've been a part of the motherhood simplified community and watched things over the last few years, you might have noticed that I kind of slowed down and I was open with you all about slowing down after we had the second baby and doing less things than I did when I started but here's the story. Okay. When I started motherhood simplified, we had three kids, three older kids and one baby. And I, at that point, uh, my oldest kid was six and then there was the baby. So there was a big gap and I had had a lot of years of being out of the fog and living somewhat normally, you know, as, as, as much as you can. Right. But, you know, I had, I, I was able to do things like work out and, um, get, some like physical space for my kids a little bit without having to worry so much because, you know, it's different when they can talk and tell you things and then when they can't, and it was just a lot easier. I personally find having older kids so much easier for everyday life things. And so I was in a really good rhythm with the older kids. You know, they had their chores, they had their responsibilities. We were, my house is decluttered. Things were going well. The baby came along and I could still stay afloat my, because the home was running well, my house was decluttered. That was simplified. My kids were also, you know, knew what to, what was expected of them and helping around the house and all of that. And then I started a business and transitioned out of helping my husband with his corporate recruiting. So I was kind of like in a transition with what am I doing with myself and like my business? Um, I was, I, by, by trade, I am a teacher Montessori trained. So I stopped doing that in like 2000, 16 ish, I 2015, actually, I think, and went to help my husband with his corporate recruiting, did that for a few years, but then it just wasn't something that I was able to continue after having a teeny tiny baby. Um, I was on the phone a lot and it just was not something that I could do with a baby. And so if you know the origin story of motherhood simplified, it started because I was a part of a due date group where we were all pregnant and had our babies in the fall of 2017. And I really loved that. It was my first taste of like building and connecting with a, an online community. Um, I learned that I have a really good natural ability to create online communities and spaces where people can join and learn from each other and connect and become friends and help each other out. And so I decided to shift into doing that for decluttering because in that due date group, we um, did this thing called house tours where we would show each other inside of our houses. And when it got to be my turn, all of my friends inside of the due date group were like, what, where is all of, where is all of this stuff? Where's your messes? Where's the, where's the laundry piles on your couch and your beds and where are the dishes and where are the toy messes and how are you doing this? And that's how I discovered that I actually have two gifts decluttering and building online communities. And so I decided to merge them together to create motherhood simplified. And here we are. I knew I had a secret that I could, you know, that moms would benefit from learning. 
And I wanted to tell them everything. I wanted to teach you all everything and create a community where you could learn from each other and learn from me that I could monetize and turn into a business and support my family with. And when I get focused, <laughs> I, I hyper-focus, okay? And I was a machine, like a content-creating machine for the Motherhood Simplified community, which is you. The content that I created three and a half years ago is still available and is a lot of the content that you guys still use, whether it's my old podcast, old blogs, my courses, the Facebook group, like it's still here doing its job. And I was doing daily live videos instead of the Facebook group. I was writing blogs one-handed while I breastfed the baby. I was networking and connecting with you all and creating challenges and courses and doing all of the things for my business. And for the most part, I was able to maintain that level of activity and live my normal life too, right? Like meeting up with friends and helping people declutter in person, you know, working out somewhat regularly and eating kind of okay and sleeping as well as I could with a baby. And then that, that was about a year that that happened. And then I got pregnant again. And right when I got pregnant, we decided to move across the country and it was hard. It was really hard to add in that second pregnancy on top of a baby, on top of a business, on top of being in a new place and basically just increasing the workload that I had for myself and also decreasing the support that I had, right? Because I was moving across the country. I didn't have, I was leaving friends. I was leaving, my kids were leaving their friends. And so it was just like a whole lot of things moving in a lot of different directions that added up. And I noticed that the more pregnant I got, the more tired I got, obviously, but I also started to realize that the way that I was working wasn't sustainable and it wasn't going to last. And then right after we had the baby or a few months after we had the baby, last baby, um, we moved across the country again, right at the beginning of 2020 before the pandemic started. And it was, it was really hard because it was like, I, I couldn't catch my breath during that pregnancy and during that short postpartum phase, didn't have a chance to meet friends for myself or my kids, couldn't catch my breath. And then having a new baby two under two just amplified it. And then living in a new place in a new town in a new community, not knowing anybody during a pandemic, it was just like thing after thing, after like brick after brick after brick, just stacking up and stacking up and stacking up. And it got like way too much. And instead of here, let's not, let's start, let's start with that. Let's just say it was really hard and it made it so that I lost a lot of what made me feel like me. And I knew eventually we would turn a corner and I knew eventually we would be able to go get roots established and meet friends and get into the community. And I would find those things again, that make me feel supported and energize me, but it was so hard. It was so hard. And not only that, you know, dealing with all those logistics of things happening around us, a lot of it was outside of our control. We couldn't control what the schools were going to do. We couldn't control who was willing to meet new people or not. Like a lot of it was just out of our control. And so we learn a lot in hindsight by looking back and 
there are some things that I wish I would have done differently. And maybe you will relate to these, maybe you won't, but I hope that there are things that make you think about where you are right now so that you can do these things before you have to learn in hindsight. You can learn from me now instead of getting through it and being like, oh my gosh, I should have done that. It would have been so much easier if I did that. So one thing I wish I would have done differently is ask for more help instead of just trying to power through. One thing that I consistently do is overestimate what I'm capable of doing, right? I tend to think that I can just keep adding things to my list and I'll have endless energy to get it done and energy and resources to just get it done. And I could even recognize it in the moment and, and be like, I'm really trying to do too much. I should ask for help, but I just never did. I don't know why I've got problems asking for help and I'm working on it. But that is one thing that I would have done differently is ask for help, right? Or whether it was for my spouse or my family or some anybody else, I wish that I would have done that. Another thing I wish I would have done more is get out into our community more, which it, it was just really weird. I was very uncomfortable because of obviously the pandemic and everyone was so extreme and to some degree still are so extreme in their beliefs about how we should be dealing with this. Should you, and I don't even need to go into the details of it or what I believe in, but it was like, when you are going to meet new people, the very first thing that you have to take into consideration are their beliefs and how they're doing this masks, no masks, you know, shots, no shots, um, social distancing or not, or how long are you isolating yourself or are you not isolating yourself? Like it was just really overwhelming to do and even more overwhelming to do in a small town, right? Where like we're the new people and in a place where we have a lot of children with varying ages and like everyone's got their different beliefs and opinions about how that should be handled. So I wish that I would have just put myself out there more and been more willing to risk some rejection or risk some disagreements and belief systems, because I think I would have found more people with aligned belief systems than not. I think who knows? Cause I didn't do it, but just something for you to think about. Don't be afraid to put yourself out there. Take those risks. They're worth it. Um, the worst thing that happens is that you don't meet up with people again, right? You meet one time and you realize that it's not a match and then you don't meet up again. And that's okay. The best case scenario is you make some really great friends, get some social interaction and find people who are aligned with your values and beliefs. Um, now the things that I did well, that I think I, I will continue to do is just being aware of the fact that everything is temporary. And one thing I did learn how to do really well is saying no to things, right? Deciding what I don't actually have to do, what I don't want to do and letting that go and not worrying about it. There's so many things, whether it's from things that I was doing in my business that I decided I wasn't gonna do, um, not waking up early, you know, choosing to sleep over waking up early, um, not working out on days where I was just physically exhausted from breastfeeding and having a baby. Homeschooling was another thing. It was like, I felt this insane pressure to homeschool my kids and get through 
whatever was going to happen with the pandemic and our school systems and kind of shield them from all of that. And eventually was like, this just isn't working. I don't have to do this. There are other ways that we can do this and do it well. So I did learn how to be really good at saying no, um, really good at truly leaning into the fact that motherhood is just a series of seasons of life and they don't last forever. They do end. And that is something to hold on to, right? Like embrace what you can embrace right now. Like if you're watching this on the transcription, closed caption video, my four-year-old jumping on the couch in the background, (laughs) even though she knows she's not supposed to jump on the couch. (laughs) If you guys listening on the podcast, you can't see what she just, she's in the background now like, oh, dang. Um, (laughs) Knowing it's a season, right? Embracing the moments that you want to embrace that feel good and right to you. And being with those moments that suck and are hard and knowing that they'll be over soon. And even though they suck and they're hard, there's still a whole lot of really great things to hold on to that are worth it now too. It's not all or nothing. Not every moment is all good and all bad. Not every season is all good or all bad. There's both in most seasons. Some are definitely a lot harder to see the good and the positives than others. And that's okay. So (laughs) I want to invite you if you've ever felt like this, right? If you feel overwhelmed by certain seasons of your life, if you are trying to figure out how to manage all of this stuff as a mom, you know, your time management, understanding your seasons of life, learning how to advocate for yourself, learning how to navigate all of this and juggle it all. I have a course called motherhood simplified and I created it back in 2017 or what was it? 2018, I guess, when I started motherhood simplified and it was what you all asked for. It was like, how do I simplify my time? How do I declutter my thoughts in my mind? How do I practice self-care? How do I simplify everything else that goes into mom life outside of the physical clutter in my home? And that's what this is. And when I created it, like I said, I was like in go mode. I was like on fire doing all the things, waking up early before my kids, just a machine. And there's a lot of strategies and tips in there to, to do that and to get to that place in your motherhood. And then with what I've experienced with having two under two again, in the last couple of years, living through a pandemic, I've created, I've added in a lot of new content in there, um, such as self-advocacy, knowing how to recognize what season of life you're in, how to create a priority model as a mom that actually works because that's one thing that specifically I taught was like the the hierarchy, right? The, the pyramid of needs where if you're not, you know, if you just pour into yourself so much, it will, it will flow over into everything else in your life. And that is true in some seasons of motherhood, but the season of motherhood that I was in specifically the last year and a half required me to create equal priorities. I just had to, you know, being, in the season of life that we were in. So I teach you a circular priority model so that you can do that. Simplifying your expectations, getting really clear on your priorities and the role that you play in the home and the role that you want to play in your home and in your life, creating friendships and healthy relationships and boundaries (laughs) in all areas of your life. We cover all of that. So if that sounds like something 
you would be interested in learning from me, go check out the link in the description or, um, no, not, or it's in the description. It's my course called motherhood simplified. I offer it every now and then based on community feedback. And when you guys are needing it, I would love to have you in it. It's open right now. Um, if for whatever reason you are listening to this at a later date and you click on the link and it's not available, there will be a, a button to get you on the wait list for when it is available next. And it's super affordable. It's jam packed with just so much support and validation for you as mom tips and tricks so that you can figure this out for yourself. I would love to have you. And, um, yeah, that's it. I hope if anything, you know, that you're not the only one who goes through these seasons of life. You're not the only one who struggles with all of these things in motherhood. So do I, so does basically every other mother in the world. And if she's not, she's a unicorn. She's not, she is the exception to the wrongness. I wouldn't say she's not normal, but her situation isn't normal for sure. So I get it. I feel you. I understand you. And I would love to support you with this course. All right. That is it for today's episode. I'll see you on the next one. Hey, before you go, I have a question to ask you. Would you please leave me a five-star review if you are listening on iTunes? It helps me grow my show and reach more moms like you who are wanting to declutter without becoming a full-blown minimalist. If you love the show, I would love it if you shared something specific that you find valuable or helpful or that you just enjoy about listening to this show. It would mean the world to me if you took time out of your day to do that. And while you're at it, Head over to motherhoodsimplified.com to listen to more podcast episodes or check out our Facebook group, Instagram, just to connect on social media. If you love these episodes and if you love this show, please tag me. I love to connect with you over there. Podcasts are kind of like a one-way conversation where I feel like I'm talking to you and with you. But when you tag me on social media, I feel like we can take that one step further and actually connect with each other, which is the whole point of me starting this podcast and community in the first place is to be able to connect with moms like you who are wanting to declutter without becoming a full-blown minimalist. So tag me in your Instagram stories. I'm motherhood underscore simplified. Check out the motherhood simplified Facebook group or head over to the site and just find even more blogs, podcasts, decluttering courses to help you continue on your decluttering journey. Thanks so much. And I'll talk to you soon.